Okay, well, hi everyone. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Living on the B-Side podcast. Um, this is a podcast all about where music plays the central role. And it's about talking to fascinating people, people who have done really well in life. And just sort of seeing if they might be able to put a bit of a different perspective on their success. And that different angle is obviously the music. So I'm really chuffed and also a little bit nervous. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be. Um, to welcome Nash, Nash Mackey. Hello, hello. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. This is this is uh, really special because we've known each other for many years now. We've been we have. together and... Um, yeah, we it, definitely have. I think we've both seen each other grow and we've both, um, yeah, it's been amazing. And so I'm so glad that we're having this opportunity to connect and bring some, bring some, uh, some information out to people. Yes, exactly. Right. And if we can do that in a bit of a different way, that's even better because, yeah, you know, yeah, I think we uh, need that right now. <laughs> need that. And I was just saying for anyone listening that um, the, the questionnaire that I filled in for this podcast was, Super impressive, and I, I got excited just doing that. So I'm excited to see. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! That's good to know. That's that's yeah. the aim of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, Nash. Um, I haven't introduced you, um, really. So I might just hop onto that before we then go into the whole music angle. Now, as I said, we've known each other for a while, but before I've met you, which was about three or four years ago, I think yeah. in the flesh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But before then, I think, you know, Facebook group or something like that. Um, I know you've been in the military as a combat medic, which is impressive. I mean, anyone that does that, hats off to you guys. You must be mentally and physically up another level. Um, you also said you worked in hospitals, had other businesses that you were running along the way. So always a bit of an entre- entrepreneur mind there, I think. Yes. Um, but I think things really started to click for you a few years ago when you sort of discovered self-development and started digging into that and working with mentors along the way. I mean, there's some big names. I don't know if you want to mention them. Joel Brown. Um, God, I can't remember. There's all these other ones. I see them in my face, but I can't remember the names. And that's always the same with me. Yeah. So you've done heaps of work. So, and now um, I love, I love your, um, title so to speak personal performance coach so maybe um we can take it from there and you can explain what that is and then we'll see where that leads to for sure for sure and if i've missed anything please feel free to to mention that too of course <laughs> no no you've done really well so yeah the personal performance coach like it's like any business when you go to you move into a business you're like what will i call it uh, how do I stand mm-hmm. out and you know I've worked with so many different mentors who are like don't be another mindset coach don't be another this kind of coach but then I thought about it, I was like well ultimately it comes down to what I feel like I do for people mm-hmm. now I most certainly yeah. I work on I work heavily on mindset I work heavily on the subconscious I work heavily on um, the vision side of things <clears throat> and, and many many aspects of life but overall when I thought about it I think performance is the word that kind of encompasses everything I do so it is mm-hmm. people's performance. It's their ability to get out in the world and actually perform and show up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think about military, now I, I didn't go to war or anything. I just want to say that I was in the army reserves. I was in there since I was, um, 
uh, 16, 11 months, I joined just at the legal age. My dad signed me in. Um, <laughs> much to his um, kind of horror, I insisted mm-hmm. that I wanted to join. Um, and but I, he eventually yeah, signed, the, signed the dotted line and let me join. Um, and I'm so glad he did because that, that took me on a very um, unique path. Uh, I know a lot of people do that as well. But um, for me, like I always say this, two people can have ex- like be in the exact same situation, but they can have two different experiences. Mm. Although I know a lot of people did that. I think for me, I was very, I was trying to understand the world because I was homeschooled all my life. Okay. Homeschooled all my life as a middle child of 11 children. Um, five older, five younger. And so I w- went to college when I was 15. My parents sent me a year earlier because I was really frustrated. And even at college, I was just trying to fit in and I, I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out an identity for myself. So having the military as an option for me, because I wasn't overly academic, or so I thought in the past, I didn't think I was, um, mm-hmm. compared to my dad who studied, you know, we were speaking about my my funky Egypt mug before. Um, Love it. Yeah, it's Love pretty it. good. Pretty good. But um, we, we learned things like Greek, Hebrew, Latin. We grew up on that stuff. Like that's what we learned wow. growing up French. My dad's a French. My dad's um, got a philosophy master's and he's, he's a very academic wow. man. Yeah, so, yeah, he's quite an amazing guy. And, you know, my mom is just like, I've got so much love and admiration for both my parents because they've done, just such an outstanding, I was going to say outrageous, an outstanding job raising us. Um, yeah. Like 11 children. I've got three myself. I don't know how they did it. Um, but anyway, I, I, uh, I got into the, to the um, military because I just wanted to prove something. I wanted to be seen. Mm. And obviously, as I was saying, a huge part of the military is performance, is the ability to show up. Yeah. Even in the most insane and intense situations, that's what, that's what they're training you for. Now, I trained as a combat medic, and as part of that training, I had to go and work in hospitals. Um, I worked my way up, took, took uh, you know, all the courses and everything you have to do. Mm-hmm. Worked my way up to I was doing work experience in hospitals. <clears throat> and then that led me to actually working in operating theatre. So I worked for full-time in operating theatre for two years. Wow. Um, you know, before I was 20, I, I was moving dead bodies. I was cleaning up... Um, yeah, operating theatres, like, and everything that goes along with that. So, um, oh, wow. that's amazing. Straight um, so, <laughs> when it comes to performance, I, don't, I know I'm waffling on a bit here, but essentially, that's okay. It's interesting because I sort of think about performance, and I know we've chat, uh, chatted before, I hit record about you playing the guitar. So, that kind of makes sense now that you obviously, performance is such a key thing in your life and how you show up that, you know, it makes sense that you've become one of the best yeah. in the course you've, you've taken. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Well, and, and it's about performing on purpose. So that's the way mm. I mean, it's performing on purpose. It's not just showing up and doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. It's actually doing stuff that allows you to live a great life. It yeah. allows you to have a great impact. And if people can just allow themselves to do that, mm and do whatever's required to make that happen. That's the opportunity we all have. We all have yeah. the opportunity to, to, to kind of get those two things aligned. Um, that's right. It comes down to your ability to show up and make it happen. So that's what I help people do. Oh, I love it. 
I love it. Um, I known for myself quite a while back. I don't really see myself as a coach. Don't think I ever want to be one. So, but it's always interesting and fascinating to hear each coach's story. So that for me is, I always absorb so much and yeah, that's why I love you guys, you know, what you do and how you help people. So hats off to you for doing all the hard work and helping us as clients out. <laughs> well, my goodness, you do so much hard work. Like, you know, and everyone's got their, their zone. And, and so exactly. Like, you've got your, your zone of genius as well, which I know you're incredibly good at. I'm doing my best, as we all do, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for that. I think that was really interesting to get a bit of a background on, you know, your journey to how you got here. But, yeah, let's move into a bit more like music. And I know you said the questionnaire got you a little triggered in a good way. Yeah. Um, and I love your answers that you put down, but we're going to come to that a little bit later, I think. Um, I just want to ask, first off, does music play a big part in your life overall? And if so, how? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> I, um, I, if you see my YouTube, I've got so many different playlists. Um, they're, they're private. I, I keep them because they're, they're very tailored to me, but... I've got playlists for meditation. I've got playlists for working out. I've got playlists for writing. I've got playlists for just so like family time. I've got playlists for dinner, cooking. Like I've got so many, I, I love music. So music, yeah. um, I come from a very, very musical family. Like that was the other thing that we were allowed to do. So I've got an, my oldest brother, he's got his fellowship in church organ playing, he plays church organs like all around the world. Oh, uh, beautiful. Yeah, multiple brothers who who play the violin. I've got sisters who sing. Um, I played a bit of guitar. My mum and dad they met in a band. So um, <laughs> thank yeah. God, there's your red line there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, I like music's just been a, a massive, a massive part of my life, and I know my life's better when I have music in it. Like I just, I, 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 I do my best to invite music into my life as often as possible because there's something about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I find the same thing. Um, I, I notice when I don't have music on a regular basis, then I somehow feel down and, you know, that's just some, something missing. So, and I love the fact that you say you've got different playlists for different times of your day. Yeah. So, you know, like the meditation, I almost guessed that one. Yeah. I thought that might be. And um, that's, you know, there's some really nice stuff out there that's really calming and centering. Um, so what do you listen to when you, let's say, cook, for example, or when you write? Is there any, like, massive difference? Yes, massive, massive difference for me. Um, so I would have, so, for example, with cooking, I have... I have some, it's, it's more like, it's more like kind of cafe mixes. Like you'll hear, I like, I like those on YouTube. So it's kind of like, um, it's got a beat. It's kind of like a little bit fast paced, um, mm -hmm. got a good background music. It's good background music versus when I'm writing, like I love, I love movie soundtracks. I actually, actually wanted to do film directing for many years and I believe in the future I will combine what I do with film directing. Oh. Um, yeah, that speaks to you, obviously. Oh God, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's, yeah, it's amazing when you just took mute a movie without the music. Yeah. It is so different. Yes, yes. So different. And just 
the the skill of being able to write that and then having an orchestra actually make that reality it gives me goosebumps it's just amazing i totally i'm in awe of these people uh -huh. who's your favorite who's your favorite movie um composer look um I've never really looked into the composers itself. For me, it's literally just feeling the music when it happens. But those two that you've mentioned, when I looked them up to make sure I, I knew them properly, I'm like, yes, that makes yes. complete sense. So, and while we're at it, we might as well mention their names because otherwise, you know, I don't know if people saw Dunkirk, which is a fantastic movie, or 1917, which is, again, fantastic, not just from a movie, but music perspective. So, and there's heaps more. So there's Hans Zimmer, which is obviously a German, and um, just the other one you mentioned, I think it was Hans Zimmer Tom and Thomas Newman. Uh, Thomas Newman, yes. I was trying to remember. I was like, oh, which one was it? Yeah, Thomas Newman. He's <laughs> absolutely phenomenal. Um, and you were saying about writing music. Yeah, so a lot of Thomas Newman's music. Um, yeah, like both those guys, are, I love their music. And they're just too, it was actually really challenging coming up with, like, picking because I could have had so many. I, I love so many different people's music. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a lot of the classical side of things. I actually enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't, yeah. I don't get too much into like opera singing or something like that. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. But um, yeah, that's a whole nother skill set, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. And I also find, that maybe you agree with me on that one, that with sort of more the classical music, um, the way they really sort of get your emotions going, I find that fascinating. Yes. How they are so, so subtle sometimes, they can just get you from laughing hysterically to crying like in a corner within like that. Yeah. You know, so I find that amazing. And that must mean they have a skill like they must study psychology to a certain degree to be able to know how to do that. Yes. Yes. I don't know. So yeah, that's... that makes sense. And I, I think the other part of that is just when a composer is writing music from their heart, like the, the you know, like when something's really stirring you, mm -hmm. I think they naturally stir other people. Mm -hmm. Like any creation we see, it's like you see a carving or something or a statue that someone's, they, they've just done it from their heart and from their soul and, and they've created something and that stirs other people or can't not because, you know, we, we, we see, it speaks to us on a deeper level. We just know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you look at, you go on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, no, finish your thing. I'm going to ask a question now, so that's okay. It's like looking at any nice piece of artwork, you just, that, that really moves you. You don't have to... Um, could have been some young teenager who did it but they were doing it from that place of creation and we recognize that as humans and that's actually one thing i say about the pyramids speak since we're speaking of egypt is mm -hmm. people are drawn to greatness people are just drawn to looking and standing in front of incredible monuments um and, and these incredible feats that human have humans have created um mm -hmm. Even a, even a particular person, like it, it's like a busker in the mall. Like you'll hear someone playing a beautiful piece of um, music in the mall or you'll see someone dancing. You'll just see someone performing. Like humans are drawn to it because it speaks to something that's inside each and every one of us. Um, and that's, you know, when I coach people, I talk about 
that's the opportunity we all have. We have the opportunity to become certain types of people who cause something to stir in others. Mm. You know, their own greatness to awake when they look at us. I'm not from a place of ego or wanting significance, but just because if you're not stepping into greatness in your life, what are you doing with your life? Mm. You're spending your life doing. Yeah. But again, that can be so hard to, to recognize for yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that could be a whole nother topic in itself, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. And yeah. from personal experience, I know how hard they can be to get to that point where you think, well, I do have something to contribute, Yes. you know, and um, recognizing that you're actually, even the little bits you do have an impact on others. Yes. So that can be really hard to, um, for people, I think, to understand. So and that's why I think for me, the music is it's like a support thing that can lift you in that direction. That's how I sort of look at it. It's not the center point of everything. It's probably like a tool that's hidden in disguise. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's why I was just curious to know, like, you know, when you have a bad day or a good day, what, what tunes would you put on? Or if you know you've got some big uh, speaking engagement coming up or you have a group coaching program that you're going to launch is there anything that you might subconsciously do that involves music and you don't even realize you're actually doing it but it's there to give you that little bit of extra nudge or edge Mm, yeah i I would say that i like before before actual events or or or, you know big big um or presenting in front of a larger audience i have silence i'm very silent um, because I want it to come from my heart. Whatever I'm going to say, I want it to come from my heart. Mm-hmm. There's a time for music, and I would use music like up to maybe half an hour before, um, and I'd usually use that while I work out, like while I train. Um, usually the way it works for me is I'll, I'll do prep for a particular event or whatever, mm-hmm. prepare it all. I'll then just drop everything, like get away from the laptop or go and train intensely. And I listen to music during that. So, like, I'm getting that emotion mm-hmm. and obviously getting blood flowing. And then nice ice shower, cold shower, um, especially down here in Tassie. We've got some nice snow on the mountain over there. Um, yes. Nice cold shower and then straight into the call. Like, that's the way I like to, to roll. So, music is definitely a part of it. Mm-hmm. And the, the music workout playlist is, de- is, is, is... I don't listen to Hans Zimmer when I'm working out. <laughs> I can't imagine that, to be honest, either. You probably need something with a bit more beats per minute or something like that. I like my, um, my, my house mixes and techno mixes. Um, mm-hmm. I do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Very interesting to hear. Yeah. Now, I was sort of thinking about questions to ask you that sort of fit into a bit more of your sort of coaching um, angle. And one that actually um, I came up with in the shower out of all places, which is probably one of the best places to come up with ideas anyway, um, is do you think that with music, um, can that help us with the visual, and that's a word I always struggle with, visualisation process. Here we go. Um, And maybe the coaching journey that we go on as a client to find not our purpose, but just to get us to the next goal. Could that be um, sort of like a support tool along the way? And if so, how would you think that could work? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, 
it, it because because music stirs stirs emotion that causes mm-hmm. inside of you um and so if you think about a vision if you think about creation it is coming from it, it's coming from something beyond just the thinking mind mm-hmm. it, it's yep. something something deeper and and so kind of sometimes to to activate that those deeper parts of you you do need to cut through the noise and music's just a great way to cut through the noise and really help you like you would i i think it was you one of your questions at least hinted at the fact that you need a soundtrack for your life like you know yeah like that's really important like you can have a soundtrack for your vision and it's a good way to kind of anchor in your vision if you struggle with visualization have Mm -hmm. have a soundtrack that you do listen to and then you imagine a particular scene, like you play it out, you actually create your own mental movie with, yeah. with the soundtrack. Like that's, that's incredibly powerful because again, the more enrolled you can get in your visualization, the more enrolled you can get in that vision before it happens, the sooner it is going to happen. I can tell you that mm-hmm. if, you, if you've got an emotion attached to anything, like the stronger the emotion attached to, to any experience, how that experience gets remembered. So if you can have an incredibly strong emotion when you're doing visualization around creating something you want, that will actually get remembered mm-hmm. and stored by the mind because your mind's like, this must be important because there's a strong emotion with it. Yeah. Yeah. Music is very, very powerful. For mm. visualization. Definitely. Yeah. One, one thing I'll say on that note though, when it comes to meditation, even though meditation's and this is something I'm challenging people with recently because I see a lot of apps and I see a lot of um, heavy reliance on technology and apps when it comes to meditation. So I'm actually encouraging my clients now to, to meditate without music or apps. Um, app, app producers will hate me for saying this, but I, 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 I'm really about seeing people tap into their own strength and their own ability to direct themselves. And mm. I find now there's a time and you can do both. You can do both you can do some meditations, but I just encourage sometimes for people uh, to learn how to just be silent and still with themselves and direct their mind and focus their mind. Cause if you always need that music and you don't have that music for some reason. Yeah. You, you'll struggle. Yes. I noticed that because the app I used to use for meditation no longer works. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sometimes I think silence is a, is music in itself. Yes, you I let like your, that. you let your own soul sing. I like that. Wow. That's so, yeah. There you go. So that's maybe a, that's, maybe that's a good way to, to, to put it. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. So maybe you can tell that to your clients. Don't worry about the apps, create your own song in your meditation. Yes. I love that. Good reframe. Mm. Exactly. No, I just had to laugh when you said a soundtrack to, to your own life. And I don't know, this happens to me constantly. One of my favorite soundtracks is the Top Gun one. And for some I, reason, I always, Danger Zone always comes in. And I don't know why, but there's something so powerful about it. Like, yeah. and I find that, you know, is there anything that sort of, you know, when you, someone says, oh, what's the soundtrack of your life? Is there any song or any movie soundtrack or anything that comes to mind apart, obviously, from Hans Zimmer and... and I mean, you know, they're, they're powerful, but apart from that, is there anything else that might not be classical 
mm. related? That's that's a good question. I would I I would say for me it would have to be classical. Like it has to be mm. that movie. Like one of my other favorite um, soundtracks in the world is the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Um, absolutely love it. So Howard Shaw. Um, but wow. those movies really uh, stirred my soul as a child. Like I was, I think I was 11 when I saw the first one. Um, and yeah, they, they spoke to me. That's really what wanted me, uh, led me to want to become a film director. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that still plays out in my mind now. Like you look at the actual um, Lord of the Rings. Are you familiar with the Lord of the Rings? Um, I admit I've never seen them. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm one of the few that's never seen them, but I've only heard good things about them, so I yeah. might have to make the time and watch them. And it's also the, like, you, 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 um, going a little off topic here, but I think it's relevant, like, the, the deepest story behind it, like Tolkien, the guy who wrote them, he wrote them in the trenches while he was in the trenches. Oh, okay. So, and, and everything he's, 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 he speaks about and kind of the whole story is around you know, based on like the main characters based on Hitler, like the, the evil character. And then there's this, this thing versus good and evil. And so it's quite a beautiful story. Um, okay. And how, how the hope of the, the world, Middle Earth, in the case of Lord of the Rings, is, is literally resting on two little hobbits who are these tiny little guys who have mm-hmm. to capture the ring and destroy this ring. Um, and all the, all the fate of Middle Earth is on these two little people. So I think it's a quite a beautiful beautiful story for people who feel that you know maybe they uh, maybe their lives isn't like aren't as important as other people for some reason because every life is important but for someone who has that belief i feel like that movie can be very awakening um to show the strength and it's it's got so many beautiful elements to it Mm -hmm. uh, around uh you know the fellowship like it's the fellowship of the ring like that's the first one it is that 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 group that can, that um, support system to try and get this mission done. So mm-hmm. I find like that probably still plays out a lot in my subconscious with the work I do now. Like I still kind of run those things. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then obviously the music that supports that whole storyline and just highlights it more with that. You know, yeah, absolutely beautiful soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, you make me want to watch it now. I think maybe the lengths put me off because they're pretty long each movie, isn't it? They are very long. We're actually, um, my wife, she she wasn't as big a fan as me, um, but she's kind of come around to them now and, and we're actually in the middle of doing a bit of a Lord of the Rings, um, what would you call it, marathon? I guess it's a yeah. marathon, not a sprint. Uh, <laughs> that is a marathon, yeah. yeah. We watch it. We watch about half an hour of an evening when we finish all our routines and the kids are in bed. We kind of give ourselves half an hour a night when we're watching, which is and we're loving it. Like every time we watch it, we kind of get more. So um, it, it's great. Yeah, cool. I'll make a note of that and I'll make sure if we have a a bad Melbourne weekend to maybe put yes. that on for a change. Yes. Cool, cool. I know you've mentioned um, in the questionnaire you filled out the Green Mile, which. Um, I've seen that one. I've read the book. I'm a big Stephen King fan. So, yes, and that's kind of feeds into Lord of the Rings, the same theme. So I can see a little bit of a theme happening with for you with, like, films and then the, mu- the, the music that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And it feeds in nicely with what you do, doesn't mm-hmm. it, if you think about it. So everything supports that. And I find that, you know, 
fantastic and amazing in the same at the same time. So yeah, yeah. yeah the Green Mile is is this one of those movies, and and when you're talking about my writing playlist, that that's the Green Mile soundtracks on it. Um, I, I, yeah, that's that's a beautiful movie. Um, I think I gave a bit of a description why that was my favourite movie. Well. Yes, well, maybe you want to mention it again because I'm sure um, everyone that's watching or listening would love to hear it because I loved it, what you wrote. Yeah, I think it was so I, relevant. I know, I'll do my best to remember what I actually wrote. Okay, <laughs> otherwise I've got it here if you can't remember it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, believe, I believe what I was talking to in the description there was around, obviously, the... The, the guy who's on the Green Mile, the main character who's on the Green Mile, is is John Coffey, and he's the, you know, this this big strong man, um, yeah. and everyone's essentially blaming him for a crime, and he kind of looks like stereotypically that he might have been the person to do it, mm-hmm. um, but he's actually been completely framed, and I, I just liked, I liked the I um you know the character Tom Hanks plays how he, he has the kind of the balanced mind. He's kind of like the balanced one mm-hmm. in, in the, like the, you know, even the prison guards, there's a contrast between the prison guards. There's this super aggressive and, and really um, like evil, you know, almost evil. Evil's the word. Yeah. Particularly mm-hmm. And then there's the other ones who are more um, uh, on the extreme of the evil, like they're kind of more by the book, but Tom Hanks's character is kind of like the balanced one in the middle. He's because he's the captain as well, whatever you want to call it. Um, so he's kind of like between both sides and he sees this character, John Coffey come in and he begins to kind of question it and look at it from a different perspective and actually um, look for the answers. And he's actually willing to kind of learn and hear John Coffey's perspective without just going and, and, and buying into the judgments that other people have put on John. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really just a beautiful message. He was, he was willing to kind of come up with his own conclusion. Um, and he got to experience the magic, as I said in there, he got to experience John Coffey's magic because John Coffey is his healing power. Yeah. And he got to experience that because he believed in, he was willing to look, he was willing to have an open perspective to other possibilities. Yeah. Um, despite what the world was saying, despite everyone saying he was a criminal, he's a criminal. So I thought that was, yeah, a beautiful movie, beautiful movie. Yeah. I think everyone should probably go and watch that, especially at the moment what's going on in our world. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think it's, um, or read the book if you don't want to watch the movie. <laughs> I've, read the book. I've never read the books, but do the books do the movie justice? Or rather, that is... From memory, it does. There's other Stephen King books where the film is absolute rubbish, but this one is definitely from memory, very close to the book and very, um, they they translated beautifully into a movie from memory. Yeah. So yes, yes. Amazing. Amazing. I know. Now, um, there's one question I always ask towards the end of every chat I have, Mm -hmm. and that will be if you would have to, choose one song that describes your life or your business the best, which one would that be? Hmm. I think I put this, I think I put something similar in the questionnaire, but I don't actually remember what I wrote. <laughs> so I'm gonna see, let's, see if, let's see if I'm consistent. 
<laughs> yes, test, no. <laughs> oh, yes, now I remember. I'm sure you do. Um, it's now you are free. Yeah. 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 And I've actually went back and listened to that the other night because I thought, do I remember this one? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I remembered it, but I've yeah. never put two and two together. I just heard it now and then. And now that you said it's full of, oh, wow. And yes, it is beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. So, and then obviously the question is why? Why, why? that song? Yeah. yeah, I think the, the very name of it, Now You Are Free, like that's what underneath what most people, you know, come to me to, to work on, underneath why most people are driven, it's because they want to experience some level of freedom. Mm -hmm. um, so, and again, if you look at the gladiator story, it is that kind of underdog. Uh, well, he, he was, first of all, he was a general, but then he got accused and kind of pushed into a place where um, yeah. he was made to be the underdog, made as uh, the outcast, and he had to work his way back. And he did work his way back, and he worked his way back all the way to the the place he wanted to get. It wasn't necessarily the probably the most... Um, like it was a place where he wanted to take out the emperor, essentially, who had wiped out his family. But for mm -hmm. him, it was justice. That was his justice. Um, and he was taking a stand for this guy's evil, so over and above just defending his um, revenge. Yeah. So I think that's, like, that's a beautiful story. And, and he experienced freedom. He experienced the freedom when his mission was complete because he did. He took a stand against yeah. the emperor in front of all of Rome um, on the movie. So I think that's that's a really beautiful metaphor and also just a, obviously the song because it's it's obviously the, the song that's playing while you know the the battle happens at the end of the movie and it's 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 the the, the imp uh, rather the the general's moment where he reaches that pinnacle and I think we're we're always on a journey to find more freedom. We're always on a journey to experience that kind of achievement mm. on some level. Now there's, there's healthy ways and unhealthy ways we can go about that. Yes, of course. <laughs> yep. Like what we're talking about here is that achievement because it's for the great good. It's for the great good. Taking a stand for something because it, it benefits the, the, the bigger picture. And that is really where freedom comes from. It's from not just doing things for your own, own benefit. It's from doing things because of how they impact other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a really long-winded answer, but that's what started. It makes sense to me. I got it. <laughs> I think I got it. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that really needs nicely into saying why. Okay. And it's a beautiful song. With, I don't know what language is it in that, that song. It sounds more like... Um, but it sounds beautiful when she sings it. Just the words, they sound really strong and centred. And yeah. so I see why you picked that one. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yes, I think we've covered quite a bit. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, I loved it. It was gave me so much food for thought as well. Um, just to, you know, look at my life a bit different and, you know, my journey goes on like everyone yeah. else's. And watch, um, and watch Lord of the Rings, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yes, so um, unless there's anything else that comes to mind that you want to mention about, you know, 
music or anything else? I think we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I, what I would say to everyone is it just invite more music into your life. Like, yes. Oh, um, my God. Yes. Yeah, make time for that. and Absolutely. Like a, a well-lived life comes down to a, a, a series of many, many well-lived moments. Mm-hmm. And so if you can make moments more spectacular through music, I would encourage you to do that. And I believe you can. Like we all have music that stirs mm-hmm. inside of us. And I think if people just allow themselves to do a bit more of that, if nothing else, yeah. um, it, it makes a profound difference because you can be completely down and out and then you listen to a piece of music and your energy is completely shifted. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't agree more. Leverage, leverage the power of music more, especially in this time. Please, yes, do so. <laughs> That's my only mission <laughs> is drum it into people. doesn't matter what kind of music it is, but, you know, as long as it benefits you, makes you feel stronger, happier, excited whatever it is definitely it's a good mission absolutely well Nash thanks so much for coming on um absolutely loved it and um yes we're gonna put all your links obviously um somewhere here so that people can connect with you if they feel like they need their performance enhanced Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah thanks so much for being here i loved it it was a really great combo yeah, I loved it too. It was, it was awesome to um, just jam out a bit further and also kind of have this nice relaxed conversation. This was really fun. Uh, yes, that's, no, that's the aim. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Most conversations I have are fairly heavy, um, heavy in a good way. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, this, was, this was refreshing. It was fun. Um, it makes me want to go and put on music. Oh, fantastic. You're going to go on your bike. I see you go on your bike a lot in the garage, is it? Oh, yeah, I go on the yeah. garage. That's, that's, that's more um, reading time. I do my reading and then I do my workout. The workout. Oh, God. That could be another conversation in itself, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. All right. Well, thanks so much, Nash. And um, keep doing what you do because I love what you do and I love watching your journey. So, um, yes, thanks for being on. My great pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks. And yeah, for anyone else listening and watching, um, a new episode is in the making hopefully soon and I hope you tune in. Thanks. Bye. Bye.